Hello, welcome to Tell Them Like It Is, NFL Week 14. Dave Scholl here. Little NFL music in the background. Charlie knows in the background. <laughs> trying to get in the football program here. Charlie, don't put yourself in the head, bro. Come on the desk. Charlie trying to get a raise in the office here, trying to negotiate his contract. I like to call this uh, clinching time here in the NFL. Uh, we're going to be seeing some teams get into that clinching time where they clinch playoff spots. And of course, it's a lot easier to clinch a playoff spot than it is to clinch a division title. But like in the Vikings case, I think they can both happen at the same time. Usually that's not the case, but when a division gets out of control and one team runs away, that's uh, part of it. The week did start off the other night with uh, Baker Mayfield sending out a warning shot to all those who you think he's done. Uh, I'm not one of those. Guy had a play away from beating the Chiefs a couple of years ago without a great team around him. All of a sudden, he gets cast off, goes to Carolina with a crappy coaching situation. Coach gets fired. Here we are. It's a mess. Uh, all of a sudden, Baker's the antichrist, but good for him. He got released because you know what? Somebody else will pick him up, and uh, he's certainly better than a lot of the options I see in the NFL on a week-to-week basis. Uh, but again, he'd have to renegotiate because he's uh, you know costs a lot of money. Obviously, you wouldn't sign him. Hey, Rosen. Stop. Dog's fighting in the background here and telling like it is. Rosie likes to play. So, uh, you know, Baker would have to renegotiate, no doubt about it. And, um, you know, he shouldn't renegotiate. He's going to have to take a little bit less money than that gaudy contract he had. He's still getting paid a lot of money. He doesn't need a lot of money. If he wants to play football, he'll let us know by renegotiating a cheaper contract. If not, he thinks his ego is too big, then he can just live off the amount of huge amount of money he's already made with those commercials as well as this NFL contract. So good games this week. Uh, like I said, moving up week. Um, good to see Baker, uh, you know, make a great comeback the other night. And the Raiders are just a disgrace. Um, Josh McDaniel proven again that he's not a good head coach. It looks like uh, they got hot for a little while, but they're done at five and eight, pretty much put a fork in them. Nine and eight is not going to get it done in the, AFC, in the AFC. So mathematically, they're not eliminated, but so. Rams are four and nine. We know they're already done. I mean, there's ways to be eliminated. There's ways to mathematically eliminate. And so the two different things, but doesn't matter either way. You're not getting in there. By the way, Chris Carter only does get touchdowns in Jersey here. Uh, some big games this week. Real big games. We got uh, Jets here in New York. Uh, the Mike White is Joe Montana thing is still going strong. Uh, Jets and Giants, big games this week. Jets seven and five at the Bills, nine and three. The Bills better be careful. No Von Miller. Uh, I don't see how they're the best team anymore. Uh, the biggest hope for them is to remain the one seed, and that way the Chiefs and the Bengals have to play each other and can bump each other off, and you only have to deal with one of them. I don't think they're beating the Chiefs without Von Miller. Von Miller is a big part of that win. Uh, I, I think they can beat the Bengals, but they're not beating the Chiefs in that matchup. Uh, so no Von Miller could be a big problem. So uh, we'll see if the Bills take that seriously and can hold on to this one seed. They're at home. There's snow underground. In upstate New York, you no know, Bills and I consider New York team to a lot of New York fans. They are. Uh, Jets, again, got to find a way to get this game here. Uh, you got some help by the Chargers last week. Just stick it up. Hey, stop. And uh, so the Bills, like I said, 9-3, and three, Jets 7-5. Jets need to be get this win to stay alive, basically. I mean, I know that they'll still have a shot, an outside shot, but you can't be – Again, it's a hard game. I think the Bills are favored by about 10 points. A hard game to uh, see the Jets winning. But, you know, the Jets can surprise you before, and the Bills can disappoint. Browns 5-7 and seven at the Bengals 8-4. and four. I said it before. I said it again. 
telling like it is Bengals best third down team in football, no matter what the distance on third, they seem to complete it. Uh, Browns with, um, you know, with Deshaun is a real threat, but at the same time, Bengals a tough team. Browns uh, six and seven, they'd have to run the table. If they were five and seven, they'd have to run the table to have a shot. Uh, I just don't see them beating the Bengals in Cincinnati, but I'm sure it'll be close because that's what Cincinnati does to drive you crazy. Texans won 10 and one and playing well, actually, but just don't have the horses at the Cowboys nine and three. At least they don't have to go a long distance to get their butt kicked. Uh, the Cowboys, like I said, nine and three Cowboys are a potent team. I think they have a shot to win it all. They got special players on both sides of the ball. And when I say special players, it's about generational players. Uh, so they got some, you know, they got a guy like Mika, Micah Parsons, all right, and they got Diggs on the defensive end, you know, transition, you know, just special players. You know, they got some good running backs. They got some good wide receivers in the lamb. Uh, Dak makes me a little nervous sometimes missing the open throw, but they have a couple of players that can turn a game on you. So uh, I think that they do have a legitimate shot. Uh, that's not even a game worth talking about. Cowboys should win that game. The spread is 17, though. I wouldn't touch that with a 20-foot pole. My Vikings are underdog at the five and seven Lions. It's it's amazing to see a 10 and two Viking team be an underdog at the Lions, but who cares? Viking fans on the websites are going crazy, jumping off buildings. I could care less what the NFL thinks of my team. We're a pretty good team. We're not a great team. Our defensive metrics are horrendous except for sacking the quarterback and turnovers. Uh, but we do let up a lot of yards um, last week. Again, no exception. Just uh, doing our best to give that game away. Again, snapping the ball when we're up two scores with 20 seconds on the play clock. Clearly not understanding it. Even before the end of the first half, we throw a fade pad on third and three. If you run the ball there and you don't get it, at least you make the Jets make a decision. They don't get the three at the end of the half and get momentum and you leave being 20 to three instead of 20 to six. But nope, we don't do that. We throw a flare. Kirk was as accurate as I've ever seen him last weekend. Um, and, you know, we throw that third down and three, and we settle for the field goal, and thank God Joseph hit it. But, again, we left way too much time, especially with our defense. And when we're trying to let people not go the length of the field against the Saints, we're horrendous. Um, we've we've done this multiple times. Uh, we were horrendous in, in that area. Uh, like I said, in London with the Saints, we were horrendous with that multiple times this year. It's uh, it's not a good situation for the Vikes. We let teams go the length of the field on us all the time. Uh, Lions much improved, five and seven. They're going to be looking to have some fun against the Vikes. Remember, we beat them on a late touchdown to the corner last time. So this is going to be a tough game for the Vikes. Um, you know, we got to be healthy. We got to be, uh, got to take care of the football, obviously. And we've done that for the most part. We're plus minus on the turnovers. We're way up there. So it's it's a good statistic for the Vikes. Eagles eleven and one, most balanced team. Everybody keeps telling you the Giants seven four and one. Giants just have no health right now. I don't see how they could stay in this game. Although Dable's great at managing the game, unlike my coach. Uh, Dable is uh, finds a way to keep this game. He'll shorten the game for you, and when you're the underdog, that's what you got to do. Uh, speaking of shortening the game, Sharks out to a three and one start after graduating eight seniors last year. Uh, still out to a three and one start. Good for the Sharks, the baby Sharks. So uh, only three seniors this year. So good to see us off to that start. I'll be getting back to football here. Ravens uh, could be a team going backwards, eight and four. No Jackson. They got to find a way to get out of the win here versus Steeler. Um, they got to find a way to get this game done right here. Um, if they can figure out a way, I think they could still get in the playoffs. But there's talk that Sean, you know, might be out for the season. There's talk that he might be out till Christmas. Either way, not good. Uh, they can't afford to go to eight and six without Sean's absence. They're gonna have to step up. They have a good running game. They have a good defense. Uh, Harbaugh. This is where those decisions early in the year, you know, just 
blowing leads, just making mind-boggling decisions comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, show you why you're a riverboat gambler, but you're really about 11-1 team right now, maybe a 12-0 team. You've had double-digit lead in every game you've lost. But, hey, you know, Hobo likes to you know fancy himself as that riverboat gambler, and he lost a couple of games before because of it. So here we are. Uh, like I said, I'm rooting for the Ravens here. Steelers are already done anyway, five and seven. But yeah, Ravens is gonna be a big, big story. Let's see if they're mature about it. See if they can win a game without their QB. Jags at the Titans, uh, the old boring to death bowl. Titans will win that division because it sucks. <laughs> um, Trevor's got a toe injury. It seems like uh, Titans will bore you to death, but win a crappy division. Chiefs at the Broncos, the worst game of the week to watch, I think. Uh, Broncos might have one of the worst offenses in history. Sutton is sitting out. Uh, they still got Judy and Wilson and Sutton. You can't realize how bad an offense is. Chiefs are pissed off after the loss last week uh, to the Bengals. I'm sure they'll beat the crap out of the Broncos. They beat them 14 straight times, which is amazing because the Broncos used to own the Chiefs when Manning was there. And now we have the Chiefs will go to 10-3, and three and they'll keep the heat on Buffalo. 4-8 and eight Panthers at 7-5 and five Seahawks. Big maturity game for the Seahawks. Uh, they should win the game. Uh, they really need to. The Giants and the Commanders found a way to get a tie last week. That kills the Seahawks. Seahawks got to find a way to win this game today and show that they're for real and uh, be 8-5. and five. And maybe with a shot now to chase down the Niners in light of the injury to uh, Jimmy G. But again... We'll see the maturity on the Seahawks. Bucks six and six at the Niners eight and four. It's gonna be a tough game. Um, I could see the Bucks winning this game. Uh, Purdy did a good job last week, but but again, you know, all these people who love Trey Lance uh, shows you where he's at right now. So uh, you know, all you guys get the hype machine for these quarterbacks. Just because you're a quarterback picked high doesn't mean you're a good quarterback. You could pick a guy second in the draft like Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky's not a second, not the second best player in the draft. People overrate quarterbacks. They always do. It's wishful thinking. They're hoping as hard as they can. Yeah. Where's Trey Lance? Yeah. Enough said. Told you he sucked. He sucks so far. Maybe he matures, but he sucks. Maybe he'll have a late career metamorphosis like Geno Smith, who showed big-time heart and big-time learning curve for the Seahawks. Done a great job. But the Niners here, like I said, were pretty. Niners are good on both sides of the ball. They got to take care of it. Tom Brady with another pull out win last week after sucking the whole game, basically. Buccaneers come down, get the six and six. Uh, they're probably locked into the four seed. No matter what you do, you win that crappy division, you're going to get a four seed. You're not going to have as good a record as the other teams. But this is a game, if they win, they could have as good a record as another division foe, and then they could get into that three spot. You'd like to get into that two and three spot. Uh, the Eagles are in that one spot, although, you know, the second weekends have shown that those one seeds are vulnerable. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Dolphins at the most disappointing team in my mind. The Chargers uh, coach has to be out. Uh, I think he, he totally blows uh, six and six with that team and some of the decisions he's just made in fourth and two on his own 30, you know, up three early in the year, not, you know, not, not punting the ball and giving it back. I mean, just awful. Uh, how do you four and two with this team? Six and six with this team, I should say, rather. Uh, Dolphins, I think, are going to hopefully find a way to beat the Chargers. Let's just put them out of their misery and, and call it what it is and basically get, a, get on with it. And find a way to you know finish off the charges once and for all. We can get the we can get the firewood out. We can dump coach. That's a good game tonight. Looking forward to watching that eight twenty tomorrow. Pats last stand. I think they're done, but they're just going to raise hope anyway. Six and six Pats. The four and eight Cardinals. Cardinals very disappointing. Give Murray all that money and you suck. Kingsbury uh, obviously it's not working out there. They need to make a change there. Pats six and six have hung tough, but that division they're in is just so rough. Uh, they do have a tiebreaker with the Jets, so they got to find a way to win some games. 
find a way to get to 10 wins and, and you know get get to four more in these last five games and see if you can see if you can run the run the table with that. Uh that being said, um I'm I'm looking for the Pats to find a way to win this game tonight because I just don't think it matters enough to the birds. Let's look at the standings here in the conference situation. If you look at Bills, like I said, number one seed, uh, Baltimore, number three, but I think they're in big trouble with this injury here. It's not coming at a bad time. Titans, four, Bengals, five, uh, Dolphins, six, Jets, seven. I, I think those are six, you know, very good teams. Well, not the Titans, but uh, those first, those five of those first six seeds are just really good football teams. I think it's going to be a blast. I just don't see if the, you know, I just don't see how the Chargers or the Pats can squeak their way in. I guess they could catch the Jets. One of those three teams is going to get in. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Pats do own the tiebreaker against the Jets. So that's very important. If you scroll down to the NFC, obviously Eagles, Vikings are really kind of locked in strong to that two seed, unless, you know, they start to screw up here down the stretch of the season. Uh, San Fran will be three. Bucks would be four. Dallas five with that potent team. That's an amazing five seed. Giants at a six, and Seattle will be seven. Commanders, just a half game behind the Giants, basically. Well, one game and a loss, I'll say. Uh, Lions are done at five and seven, and if they had any chance, uh, they'd be out. If they'll have any chance they're going to be out today. So really, there's like eight teams fighting for seven spots in the NFC, whereas there's nine teams fighting for seven spots in the AFC. Again, if you get to nine and eight, I think you still have a shot in the NFC. I think in the AFC, you're going to have to find a way to get to 10. But, hey, it's starting. a lot of teams are starting to lose, starting to pile up losses. So maybe 9 and 8 could get you in there as well. I think that tie last week saves the Giants. They got a tough task today with the Eagles. Like I said, uh, Green Bay, 5 and 8. Uh, I don't see it happening. Uh, Lions, 5 and 7. Going to be tough. They're going to have to start today with Minnesota. I do feel like the Lions are alive. You know, they have a two-and-a-half point favorite. I think the Lions are a real threat today to the Vikings. It's a division game. Uh, Coach Campbell has his guys pumped up. The running game of the Lions gave the Vikings trouble last time. Goff looked really good. We never mixed up our coverage. The middle of the field's wide open, uh, that kind of stuff. So it should be interesting. I think Kirk's got to be a little bit better today. He, is, um, he did not look good last week. He found a way to take us down the field, but still, we did not look good last week. Kirk was very inaccurate for him. That's you know a couple of dropped INTs, but still. You know, Kirk did not look like himself. You know, one thing about Kirk Cousins is he can complain what you want. He's very accurate, but uh, it was not last week throwing balls behind guys and stuff of that nature. So we'll see. Last time they met, Jefferson was held the three catches, so I'm sure that uh, they'll try to get him involved early. And we get Cookie and Madison going early. Hawkinson back home against the Lions. Hopefully we can find a way to get a W that doesn't give his Vikings and their fans and their faithful nation a heart attack basically every week because last week we blow a 20-3 lead. This is Viking football. So, again, big stuff here in the NFL. A lot of fun situations. Going to be a good week of football. We're all looking forward to that. Uh, in the NFL, it's always a big week. And like I said, it's clinching time. Some teams are going to probably clinch today after a game. They'll be locked into a playoff spot. So it's exciting here on mid-December. On December 11th, I believe we are today. Wow, very exciting. December 11th. Teams locking into the playoffs. Just listen on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and we'll talk to you. I like it is. Have a great day. Enjoy the games. <laughs>